Hello, everyone, and welcome to a new episode of Raising Eco Minimalists. It's been a while, and there is a specific reason. If you follow me on social media, you probably know by now that my family and I are moving. We are moving five hours up to northern Minnesota to a town on Lake Superior. We're about an hour south, hour and a half south of the Canadian border. My husband got a job up there, and it's a place that we have vacationed many times, and so we're familiar with it. We love it, but we don't know anybody, and it wasn't an expected move. We uh, weren't looking. My husband wasn't looking for a job. We love our community and our house here. We're in the Minneapolis area, so it's all kind of come out of left field and it's all happening really fast. Uh, In the last two to three weeks, we've uh, met with a realtor and had to do a lot of work on the house inside and outside. We have downsized uh, our stuff by about half and yeah, it's been pretty crazy. (laughs) So so that's why there hasn't been a new episode and I wasn't anticipating taking such a long break, uh, but here we are. So I wanted to jump on this episode topic though, before we really got into November, even though we're over a week into it already, because it's something that um, I know is a really tough issue for a lot of people. And that is the topic of gifts. So We're going to dive into that today, but because my mental and physical energy and just time in general isn't uh, plentiful right now, uh, this episode is going to be raw, it's going to be unedited, and I hope that you'll stick along with me and hopefully I won't be too (laughs) awkward. (laughs) But anyway... So thank you for listening. As always, um, I have decided that this episode will be the last episode, new episode for uh, season one and for the year of 2021. I definitely plan to come back in 2022. I've got an episode already lined up and I've got a number of guests uh, on my list that I've chatted with that uh, will be coming on for interviews. And so once we get settled in our new house and our new town and all the newness that comes with that, I will start recording. And I'm not exactly sure uh, when in 2022 the podcast will start up again for season two, but uh, rest assured that it will. And uh, I really just wanted to say thank you for coming along on this journey. It was never something that I had thought I'd ever do, have a podcast, but it's been so fun and I've loved all the guests that have been on the show and uh, really appreciated connecting with all of you, uh, all the listeners. And yeah, it just, it's been a really great experience and one that I definitely want to keep going on. So that being said, I hope uh, the rest of your 2021 is a good one and that you have a good holiday season. And yeah, let's just dive into the topic of gift giving. So I have a post on my blog, which is at Reduce, Reuse, Renew. And the blog is a guide to help people live with less in a sustainable way. I wrote a post about 
uh, know uh, how to tell people graciously that you don't want gifts. And I wrote that last, no, two years ago now, goodness, in 2019. And pretty much since I made it live, it has been one of my more popular topics and posts to date. And this is monthly. This is not even just around the holiday season. So it's definitely a topic that people want to know more about and how to take that information and implement it into their own lives. And it's also a question that I see so often on Facebook groups or on Instagram, all over the place. People want so badly to tell their family or friends that they don't want to do gifts, but everybody's so worried about offending the other person. I find that interesting because it's like if so many people are wanting to not exchange gifts, but we're just afraid to talk to one another, maybe the other person that you're thinking of also doesn't want to do gifts. However, I do know that there are people out there that do love gifts. So I have a couple of reasons to start the podcast off is why people give gifts and insist on giving gifts. The first one is, of course, tradition. Traditionally, I don't have the research on this, but at some point it was decided that not, I know that gift giving has been (laughs) part of the holidays for a long time, but I would say it's somewhat more recent that we've been told that we need to go all out and have these extravagant gifts and buy the hottest toys and wait in line at 4 a.m. on Black Friday to save a couple hundred dollars. And um, I'm not criticizing the people that shop sales because I know that that is often a way that uh, someone can afford something and that's totally fine. But uh, we've also, I think, broached into the well, obviously, the over-consumer part, over-consumer, over-consuming, <laughs> there we go, unedited, <laughs> over-consuming portion of it. And um, so, but tradition, you know, sometimes we just don't stop and think about there could be another way. So the second reason is that somebody's love language is gift giving. So if you're not familiar with the love languages, I forget who the author is, but if you just Google love language, it'll come up. There's, I think, five of them. One of them is gift giving. So people show their love through giving gifts. And that's not a bad thing and it's not an excuse, but it just kind of helps maybe to understand a little bit why somebody may be so insistent on gift giving. There's a third reason, of course, there's probably more, but the third reason I'll talk about today is uh, using gift giving as a form of manipulation or control. Now, that is way beyond the scope of this podcast, but it's there and you may have somebody in your life where that applies, but if that's the case, you may need uh, like a therapist or outside help to kind of navigate through that because it's definitely more than just the gift. But I think it's important to understand why somebody may be so insistent about giving gifts. And those three reasons might be one of them. So why, so why is it that we are so, um, we have the desire to not give gifts? Well, there's a few reasons. And one, I wanted to share a stat that I think is just super interesting. So on average, a month, 
Google has recorded that 9,000 people search what to ask for for Christmas. So again, that's the average monthly, but people are literally asking Google what to ask for for Christmas. So that tells me that you don't actually need anything, but you're just trying to either appease the tradition or the person or whatever. But that to me says that we need to think about another another way to do things. Another reason why you may not want so many gifts is when it comes to our kids, we know that fewer toys creates fewer distractions, which equals better learning. It helps with mental clutter. It helps with time spent cleaning. There's a whole list of benefits, which we have talked about before on this podcast. Um, So that's just one of the ways that it affects our kids. The second, the third reason, excuse me, is I don't know about you, but I have seen so many articles and news stories about this year in particular, which is 2021, and the supply chain, right? Since the pandemic, um, our supply chains have been strained a lot. And this holiday season, I saw news articles warning about that starting in like September. And so people are starting to get really nervous that they're not going to have their holiday gifts. So that's one reason why we may want to have these conversations about not doing gifts. And then another reason is something that like I've really been thinking about. And the pandemic really highlighted for me what is important uh, what is what is what are the things that I value? And I, I had an idea, but the time during the pandemic and quarantining and stuff really highlighted that for me. And that was that we have too much stuff, which I'm definitely knowing as we are trying to move. Uh, and I know a lot of people did a lot of cleaning and decluttering and stuff over the pandemic, and also the just the quality time that we missed out on with family and friends. And this year, especially, it's been so nice being able to just see people and hang out with people in person again. And so I want to take those values and bring them forward through to the holiday season when it comes to gift giving. So I'm going to list 10 different ways that you can graciously say no thank you to gifts And this may be for you or on behalf of your children and also offers some specific wording that you can use and, and and we'll go from there. Uh, I do want to preface though, that I'm not anti gift giving. I actually really like giving gifts, but I think that my mindset around gift giving has shifted and that we give less gifts. Um, We, it's don't we've stopped giving gifts, exchanging gifts with certain people. Uh, we have switched to more homemade or DIY gifts for my son. We've really limited the amount of gifts that he gets. Um, we follow the something you want, something you need, something where, and something you read rule. And so you can apply how, whatever uh, scenario you want to these examples. So maybe you you still want to give gifts, but you don't want to, you know, buy 20 for your family or what have you. You can kind of pick and choose which pieces of this 
seem um, resonate with you in terms of having this conversation. So first thing first, set expectations early. I joke that this should happen on December 26th or maybe January, but as we're listening to this or as I'm recording this in November, obviously it's a little late for that. That being said, have the conversation now. Don't wait until two weeks into December because chances are somebody may have already purchased gifts for you. So as soon as possible, that's that's better. What you can just say is, um, you know, say we're, say we're going to say it's too late this year, but you're going to do it after Christmas. Um, you can say, I really loved the XYZ you got us for Christmas. I'm so grateful. But you know what I really loved? Spending time telling stories of past celebrations together as a family. What if we focused on that and skipped the gift exchange? You can take those words and apply them uh, to if you wanted to do it this year still. Like last year, I loved this, but this is what really stood out to me. This is what really was memorable for me. And I'd love to just focus on that for next year or for this year. And you can say something about how it will free up time and mental energy and stuff, and, um, and and you can go from there. So you may have to have the conversation a few times if you have someone that's pretty uh, determined to give gifts. But again, starting that conversation is a good way. And, and to highlight the things that you really loved also can be beneficial. So the second tip is to determine the best way to bring up the news. So you know your family and friends. You know the best way to have the conversation, how they'll react. Maybe that is in person over coffee or tea, or maybe you send them an email where they have a few days to reflect and craft a response. If This is especially important if you have someone that you know is going to be really resistant to the idea. Figure out how they would best react to it. Maybe doing it in person would feel too uh, attacking to them and they would get defensive. That's just an example. But kind of, you know the person. Figure out the best way to do it and, and tailor it to how you think they'll best receive it. The third tip is to bring research to the table. So let's go back to the example of kids and toys. So I know that there are many loving family members and friends that love to spoil our kids if we're lucky. And while that's so sweet, it also can cause some stress for the parents. So maybe if you have somebody like that in your family or a friend you can pull a few studies together, just do a quick Google search about toys and clutter and kids, and you'll find some studies and articles and stuff about how less is more for kids. That way, I think it's harder for some people to dispute the facts, right? Because you have these studies, you have this research, and it can help you back up why this is important for you. So one way that you can use research in the conversation is something like this. I know you love giving gifts to, insert your kids' names, and we do too, but we're trying to teach them not to be so attached to things. 
Additionally, we have been doing some research about how it is actually beneficial for kids to have less toys. It helps them focus and creates few distractions, which equals better learning. I can show you the study I found if you're interested in learning more. For his birthday this year, we're planning a family trip to the zoo and would love to have you join us instead of doing individual birthday gifts. So, of course, that can be tailored to the holidays or what have you. But that's just a way to just casually bring it up. Um, Again, you can tailor this to the person. Uh, If there's something that they're particularly interested in or care about, then you can throw that in the mix too, or the research that you think they will respond best to. All right. So the next tip, spin the narrative so it's about you, not them. Because really it is. If you have someone who you think is going to have an issue with you requesting not to do gifts, or maybe you've tried to bring it up in the past, but you've gotten pushback, uh, you might be able to try something like this. This is kind of a longer example, but just stay with me here. All right. So you could say something like, I wanted to talk to you about doing a gift exchange for the upcoming holidays this year. As you possibly have seen from my Facebook profile page or insert other social media or email, whatever, I've been hard at work decluttering and selling stuff for my house. So far, I've decluttered X boxes of items. I'm feeling so much more level-headed and relaxed at home. I can't wait to have you over to show you. You are always so generous in your gift giving, and I appreciate all the wonderful gifts you've given in the past. That soap set you gave me last year was amazing. This year, I would like to explore not exchanging gifts, and instead, let's go get some bubble tea together. This has nothing to do with me not being grateful for your gifts in the past. It has everything to do with me and my decluttering journey. I really hope you can help me obtain my goal of decluttering Xboxes and stuff by going this route. What are your thoughts? So by using the I statements and putting this all on you, that this is why you want to do it and it has nothing to do with them. Also by inserting something in there that shows you really do want to hang out with them and experience and celebrate with them, that can help ease some of the defensiveness uh, when you're trying to broach this conversation with somebody. All right, let's get to the next one. I think we're on five. (laughs) Don't quote me on that. Uh, Rally other like-minded individuals together. So this tip is really good for if you, uh, I'd say for like more bigger, bigger family celebrations, or if you have a group of friends that normally exchange gifts or something, chances are there's probably going to be at least one other person in the group that also would be fine not giving gifts. If you can find that person and know who they are, then you can kind of rally them and uh, broach the topic together. The important part, of course, here is not to feel like you're uh, not to cause the person to feel like you're ganging up on them, just to kind of have that support so you can ease into it and show that it's not just you, that, you know, it's a it's a, a bigger thing. So if you want to talk to this like-minded person, you could say something like, hey, I'm thinking of talking to mom about not doing gifts this year and instead having a gingerbread house making contest for the family. Would you be interested in talking to her with me about it? Well, something as simple as that. And then from there, you can have your 
person, listen to this podcast, or I do, again, of the post on this, and you can read it, and then you can approach it using some of the other tips that I've shared. Another tip, redirect and offer alternatives. In, in all the examples that I've given so far, I've given alternatives to doing a gift exchange. There is a reason for that, and that is because it can help, as I mentioned, take the immediate defensive reactive response away or tone it down. Because again, you're showing them that it's not about the person, it's just about you, you don't want to exchange the gift. And so that can help with that. But you can also, you don't have to do that if you don't think that they're going to resonate with that. If you need to be more clear to a person, perhaps all offering an alternative is not something you want to do. Uh, if you need to set stricter boundaries, maybe it's just, you know, I don't want to give gifts this year. It's not about you. It's about me. And maybe the decluttering example would be a good one um, without offering an alternative. I want to take a moment to reference the episode with Lindsay from Simply Sustainable Parenting. In that episode, we talk about gifts, and she has a good example of how she had to be pretty strict with her family members about gift giving and the boundaries that she set around that. So I will reference you to that episode. I also talk about gift giving um, with Stephanie Safarium of the Sustainable Minimalist podcast, which I believe is episode two. And then I also talk about it with um, an episode, oh gosh, I can't remember the name, um, the one with uh, Sustainable-ish, Jen Gale. And we talk about gifts in that one too. So those are three other episodes of the podcast that talk about gifts with kids. They all kind of have a different approach, yet still some similarities. So if you want even more examples, those are some great options. Okay. So the next tip now, this is one that I really like, and this is to ask people to think about their favorite holiday or birthday memories that you've done together. Do they include gifts? As I mentioned at the very beginning, often we participate in these traditions of gift giving and exchanging just because that's always how we've done it. And like a lot of the things in the sustainable and minimalist movement, we don't ever really stop to think that we can do it a different way. And so that could be true for your family or your friends. And the gift giving might come up, but I'm going to guess that there's also other things that you really enjoy doing as a family to celebrate the holidays. And I would bet to guess that a lot of that is also just getting together, um, eating good food, maybe playing games or something like that. When I think back to my holidays, it's really just about having fun together and laughing. And, you know, of course, the gift giving was part of it, but there was also so many other things that I we didn't have to be there. So here's something that you could say to somebody in relation to this tip. You could say, Mom, remember when I was younger and we used to make those delicious cinnamon rolls together on Christmas morning? That is one of my favorite memories. What is one of yours? 
wait for her response, and then say, what if we skipped exchanging gifts this year and instead made those cinnamon rolls together and then watched the best Christmas movie ever, Muppets Christmas Carol? While I am so thankful for all the gifts you've given to me in the past, the best part about the holidays for me is spending time together. Again, you're putting the onus on you. You are offering a suggestion and to show that it's not about them, but you're also asking not to give gifts. And some of these you may need to clarify if they're not truly understanding, but you could ease into the conversation using one of these. Next tip, focus on the true meaning of the holidays. What does the season mean for you? For me, it means focusing and reflecting on all the things I have in my life, the people I have in my life, and giving back. These are things that I not only value, but that I want to pass along to my son. And if you're in the same boat, this is a great example to showcase why you don't want to do gifts. I would also work for birthdays. And again, I'm not against gift giving. I love giving gifts, but maybe this is a good way to use an example of you don't want to exchange material items. Maybe you exchange food or maybe you exchange drinks or I I don't know, something like that. But here's something that you can say. Every time the winter holidays or my birthday come around, I stop and take a look at all the things I have in my life and how grateful and lucky I am. It makes me want to give back. Instead of gifts, would you like to join me in volunteering at the local soup kitchen this year? Or if you want to involve kids, you could say something like, we feel so fortunate with all that we have been blessed with in our lives and we want to get back. Additionally, we want to show, insert kid name, the same and instill the value of having enough, being grateful and helping others. Instead of gifts this year, would you like to come shopping with us to buy toys to donate for Toys for Tots? We are letting, insert kid name here, pick help pick out the toys for the kids. So, That being said, we actually do that with my son. That's a real life example. We uh, let him, we give him a budget and then we let him pick out toys within that budget and we all go together and donate for toys for tots. So again, we still give gifts, but it's something that we think is really important to do with our son and um, to show him that he's super lucky to have all he has. So um, you can do it in kind of, uh, uh, to, uh, you can do it together, <laughs> uh, with either gift giving or less gift giving, or, um, maybe you have some uh, nieces and nephews and you don't want to gift give exchange gifts. Cause there's just, there's just so many, like, or you're on a budget or whatever you can offer to do an activity such as the toys for tots or something like that. I guess that wouldn't work if you're on a budget, but anyway, hey, we're unedited here. <laughs> um, I will take a moment here to plug something that my family and I also do, uh, which is our minimalist and zero waste advent calendar. And it is traditions and activity and kindness based. And so it's not a, um, a specific thing or it's not candy or anything. And it really is just, it incorporates stuff we would already do, but it also encourages us to step out and give back as well. So I'll link to that in the show notes if you're interested. And we've done it, gosh, four years now, maybe this is our fourth year, fifth year. Uh, It's really fun. We really enjoy it. So um, if you're looking for other ways to uh, 
incorporate experiences, traditions, or giving back activities, this is a great way to do it. Okay, next tip, lead by example. When all else fails, of course, lead by example. If you ask for no gifts, stay true to that message and don't give gifts yourself. Maybe you just give a card or um, you make some treats or something. You never know who you may be influencing for the next year or the year after that. It might not be easy, but if it starts getting tough, remember your why, which could be less clutter, less waste. Maybe you're trying to save up for something or you fell on hard times and you just don't have it. It's okay. And I would hope that majority of family would understand. Um, again, there might be some extra <laughs> things going on there, but I would hope that that would be the case. Okay. Let's talk about now, what if someone just absolutely insists on giving a gift? You've incorporated one or more of these tips. You've had the conversation. You've brought in other people. You've done everything that you are comfortable with, and they're still just insistent on giving a gift. Remind yourself again that there are specific reasons why somebody may want to give a gift. Maybe it's their love language. Maybe they're just really stuck on the tradition. Uh, maybe they're afraid of change. Maybe they're manipulative and controlling. Whatever it may be, you might run into this. And in that case, you might have to compromise. And you may want to do this anyway. Maybe you want to start the conversation to reduce gifts. And then eventually, hopefully, you can uh, do no gifts if that's your goal. You can still use these tips. But you might either have to compromise even more. Again, not to a point where you are uh, encroaching on your own boundaries um, or, or mental health. But if say it's a, assuming it's a healthy relationship, but someone just really wants to do gifts, compromise. And if that's not possible, or you know it's just not within your your boundaries, then maybe they give you a gift. And if they do then you need to realize and remember that the gift is in the giving. And now I would ass I'm going to guess that if there's people like that that are just so insistent, they're going against your wishes, they probably aren't going to understand that either. But again, that's where those boundaries come in. I'll again remind you to listen to Simply Sustainable Parenting, the episode with Lindsay, um, to talk about that, or she talks about that. And uh, you just, you, you got to just set boundaries for yourself because you're worth it. Your kids are worth it. Your family is worth it. And I would hope that most people in your life aren't trying to be manipulative, manipulative and, and would want to cause you stress and anxiety over giving you something. But you accept the gift, you say thank you, but after that, it's yours to do what to do. Like they don't, they shouldn't have a say in it. Again, another option if somebody's insistent on gifts, um, you can ask for experiences or ask if they're open for a list, and then you can 
give ideas about something that you know that you or your kid would want. Uh, you can also ask for whole family ideas. So a game or movies, well, maybe not if you're not doing that because of the pandemic, but maybe a gift card to Disney Plus or something where you guys can watch a fun movie. Uh, passes to the aquarium uh, or zoo or something. A gift for the whole family that's an experience is still going to be a gift for you that the gift giver can give, but it's something that your whole family can do and it's not going to take up any space. If you're, we're talking about birthdays here, uh, my family and I did a Fiverr party a couple of years ago. I will link to that in the show notes, but that's where if people were insistent on giving gifts for the birthday party, we asked that they donate $5 towards a Zoom membership, and that was it. And and it, I, I really liked it, and I think it worked out well. You can read more about it is, about what it is. I've got examples of invite wording and verbiage, and also I talk about how it went when my family and I did it. Um, you can also do a toy swap if you've got friends or family members with lots of nieces and nephews or cousins. Maybe you all bring a couple toys and you guys can just swap them. And that way you're not buying anything new. You're not necessarily gaining clutter, but you are still getting new toys and it can be fun for the kids to partake in that. I will also link to a post. I do have a post on how to host a toy swap or toy exchange. So I will link that as well. Um, that's kind of about it. It's, I'm not going to be, I'm not going to lie. It, it can be tough. It really can be tough to have these conversations, especially if you know that somebody is going to be really resistant to you and to them. And, and I know it's scary to want to think about upsetting somebody. Um, but again, you, if you're something that you really feel strongly about, uh, with your values and your lifestyle and how you're you're working towards a certain goal, you deserve to express your opinion just as much as the other person does. And you deserve to maintain your mental sanity, maintain your kids' mental sanity, maintain your budget, maintain whatever it is. You deserve it. You deserve to be respected and have those boundaries. So that's what I have. That's what I've got. I hope you found a couple or more nuggets to take with you and be able to successfully have these conversations. So I'm curious if you have ever had to have this conversation. And if you did, how did it go? Um, what was the outcome? I, I would love to know. You can email me, laura at raisingecominimalists.com. Or you can reach out on Instagram. I, again, I would I'm just really I would love to know. I'd love to know how it went and uh, what the outcome was, what you did, what you said, and all that. So thank you, thank you, thank you again for listening, for being here this year, for the launch in April, and uh, sticking with me through all of these episodes. And I again, I'm just so grateful. Um, look for more information about season two. I will probably start posting about it in January. And you can follow me on Instagram at Raising Eco Minimalist Podcast, and I'll have all the details there. So, 
as I mentioned at the beginning, I hope you have a great rest of your 2021. Have a good holiday season. I hope it is exactly what you want it to be. And yeah, we'll uh, chat in 2022. Thanks again. Bye.